Welcome to episode 26 of the Dealers Compressed Podcast. My name is Paul J. Daly. I will be your host today. Today we're going to talk about empathy, a principle called the 5149 principle. And we're also going to talk about some things in the automotive industry, especially a move by Sonic Automotive to sell some stores while they're in growth mode still. And there's some really interesting developments and I think a really hard and obvious shot at some of the automotive manufacturers and it really is in line with a lot of things we've been talking about in the past so last week we released an interview with dale pollock and i couldn't be happier with the way that the content of the interview turned out uh, i think we really saw the heart of a good man of a visionary in the industry and it was new like i liked having the interview in the podcast i think we need to do more interviews and i'll try to do that because i think it brings more energy and value um, just to get other perspectives in, into the thinking. So that's pretty cool. What else is new this week? Um, we're using a new microphone. So I hope it sounds better to you. This is a Shure SMB, if you're a gearhead, SMB7. This has kind of like been an industry standard for a long time. I've been I've been have it, have it at home. My wife and I record music, so I thought I'd bring it in. I've been seeing it on podcasts a lot more, and I thought, hey, let's see how this sounds. Fun fact about this microphone, not this exact microphone, but this, this model of microphone, this is the microphone that Michael Jackson used to record the Thriller album. So if you hear any similarities in our voices, mine and Michael's, you'll know that it has to do with the microphone. I'm trying to think of a way to tie this back to Philadelphia, and I just can't. So I'm not even going to hide it. Training camp started, football season's firing up. I think the first preseason game happened. Um, so we're excited about some football season. Really excited to be rolling up on the end of summer here. August is an awesome month because I think that the people that focus in August are going to disproportionately run into the natural reset of September uh, well. So as you kind of gear up to roll up your summer, I can't believe it's here already, but uh, it's upon us. I mean, technically, summer doesn't end until the end of September. So, but still in upstate New York, in September it can be warm, but we can also start seeing those uh, cooler nights. Personally, the fall is one of my favorite times of year, so I really look forward to the fall. I just don't as much look forward to the winter, but fall is an awesome consolation prize. So let's get into the content. I want to talk a little bit today, and it kind of ties into the article I'm going to reference later. Talk about empathy, right? So that is understanding how somebody else feels about a situation and acting accordingly, acting empathetically, and also how that ties into a principle um, that Gary Vaynerchuk, as you know, we have relationship with uh, working with to build our agency. And also just I'm, I'm a proponent of the amount of truth that he speaks. Some people love him. Some people hate him. Some people have a hard time. You know, it's a he can be a bit of an acquired taste because he's so raw and so in your face. But either way, he's got a principle called the 5149 principle. And he says in every relationship, strive to bring 51 percent of the value. And if you can bring 51 percent of the value, right, you're going to have a relationship that really works because the other person feels like they're getting the most out of the relationship. So you can build a lot of really good relationships if you're willing to give 51%. And that ties into the principle of empathy. Now, empathy, we've heard about it a lot more recently. Um, so it's kind of a, a popular word these days, but empathy is old school. Empathy goes way, way back. It's just wired into humanity. Empathy is... I understand or work to understand how you 
are understanding this situation. And then I'm going to change my behavior or change my actions accordingly, because in order to communicate, I have to understand how you're perceiving what's going on. I might say one thing and you might hear another, you know, for any of us and probably everybody listening to this podcast or watching that has been in some sort of romantic relationship, right? You know that what you say and what the other person hears aren't always the same. Actually, they're never exactly the same because we're two different people. So the goal of communication is really to say things and communicate things in a way that the other person understands your intent and your desire behind it. I could say, I love you, and if I say it, and what they hear is, you're just trying to tell me what I want to hear, so I'll do what you want to do, right? But if your true intent is, I love you, then you've done a poor job of empathizing. You have to say it in a way that they understand it. So sometimes that might be, you look really pretty today. And sometimes that might be, hey, I made sure I took care of these things, you know, that that you saw important, right? They're going to hear I love you. So that's kind of in a relationship side, in a friendship side, empathy works really well. Um, we talk about, you know, these all of life things in business and communication and marketing. Empathy is the holy grail of communication, in my opinion. So on social media and content marketing and branding. The only reason that your brand can matter to somebody else is because you've done a level of work to empathize with what's important to them and what they like to see and how they like to hear it. So when we approach creative marketing and we approach branding and we approach you know presenting our product, that has so much to do with how we understand what it means to the consumer and what it means to the desired audience until we can empathize with that, then we have no leg to stand on. And businesses and organizations waste so much money trying to get their message in front of people or be top of mind without first doing the work to empathize and they end up disproportionately spending on that. So let's real world practical example Facebook relevance score. So if you're a Facebook marketer at all, you know that when you run an ad, Facebook starts to execute that and let people see it, monitors how they interact with it. Do they click on it? Do they view the whole video? How much of it do they view? When do they click off? Do they share it? All these things. And Facebook assigns a relevance score to that advertisement. So it's one to 10 scale, right? If you achieve, a 10 is almost impossible, but eights and nines, you're a rock star if you get there. So the higher your relevance score is, which it's almost like an empathy score, like it's relevant because you've empathized properly. So you could call, I'll call it an empathy score. It's a relevance score. So the relevance score, you know, proportionately responds to, in my opinion, the level of empathy you have for your customers and how you're communicating your message. So if your relevance score is higher, Facebook is saying, hey, you're targeting the right people with the right message in an empathetic way, and we're gonna reward you for that by showing it to more people and charging you less for the impressions. So, ah, that's interesting. So the more relevant and empathetic we are, the less money we spend on advertising. Why? Because Facebook values 
their users' attention. And if we're going to show you crap that isn't relevant to you, that doesn't understand you, you're going to go somewhere else to consume your content, which is why Facebook financially rewards those who are better at empathy. So it works in romantic relationships. It works in every relationship. It works in business relationships and execution. Empathy. Bring the customer, bring the other party, bring the partner value by understanding them and showing them that you care and you understand gets us back to 5149. If you can show 51% of the value, you're going to have better relationships. Your ROI is going to be better. You're going to be happier. You're going to have more meaning in life. So that's the little play. I wanted to talk about empathy, how it relates to personal life, how it relates to vision, understand, understand. And when I say understand, right, what's my word? Clarity, have clarity on what that person values and things. So now I want to talk about a lack of empathy and something a large scale automotive group did to slap the lack of empathy in the face. They just crushed it. So the Sonic Automotive Group, one of the largest groups, fastest growing. Uh, I don't know if they're the fastest growing, but one of the largest automotive groups in the country. Uh, where are they based out of? Charlotte? I'm not sure. Well, their exec, there was an automotive news article this past week where their executive vice president, uh, Jeff Dyke, explained why Sonic has just sold over the last month or two three stores. They sold a Toyota store, a Honda store, and a Cadillac store. Well, if the company's growing, I didn't know they were in the business of selling, right? Usually it's in the business of buying. Very interesting what Jeff said. He said, we sold the stores because the manufacturers were requiring a large amount of investment in the stores to make them look better, in, in the manufacturer's opinion, to make them look better. And Jeff was like, the ROI of those improvements wasn't there for us, so we sold the stores. He said, we have no problem investing, absolutely no problem. Like, they're not out of cash, they're still in growth mode, but the manufacturers are out of touch with the ROI that these requirements are putting on dealers. He said, they're not thinking of it from the dealer's perspective. They're digging into our margins. And if they're not going to stop, then we're just going to sell the stores and not make the improvements. Bam. Come on. We have been talking about this exact issue probably since the Dealers Compressed podcast started. You know, Dale Pollack talks about it in his book, Like I See It. And he says, like, manufacturers are out of touch, right? What I would say is manufacturers, they're requiring dealers to build these palaces and, you know, like I know Porsche is requiring dealers to like change signage in the showroom every certain amount of weeks or whatever. And dealers are like, that's there's no ROI there. And when I build this big facility, when all of the consumer data is telling us customers want to spend less time in the store, obviously the ROI goes down. So talking about empathy, seeing a firsthand example of how a large automotive group just put the smack down on lack of empathy said, okay, well, if you're not going to strive to understand us, not going to strive to bring 51% of the value, not even close, then that's cool. We'll sell the store. Why? Because we're a business that needs to be profitable. And if you don't understand what we're trying to do to make money and you're cutting into our margins and you're also, also on the back end, you know, trying to get consumer data, trying to control the relationship, work around the franchise agreement, that's cool. We'll just sell. No problem. Bang. So I am sure we're going to see some shockwaves from this 
throughout the industry, I think that if enough of this happens, right, the manufacturers are going to have to respond in a way. I mean, they're going to respond to this. Um, not like this podcast. They could care less what I'm saying. But they're going to respond to sold stores and activity that is against what they're trying to do uh, based on their initiatives. And the hope is that empathy will increase. The hope is that the dealer, the manufacturers will say, okay, well, um, if there is no real benefit to these or we're going to require less or we're going to invest money in helping the dealers increase their margins or stop the stop the bleed so i just wanted to talk about that article for a second because it's a big deal gets us back to empathy it goes for everybody even the manufacturers of large automotive groups big props to jeff dyke and the sonic automotive group for making a decision that is best for their group and best for their customers because if they can't generate a good ROI, guess what? Customer service is going to suffer. The customer experience is going to suffer. And if that happens, like the whole franchise automotive dealer industry suffers. So props to them for making a decision and making it um, being a mouthpiece for it. I hope that good positive change results from this, I hope the manufacturers pay more attention to what the customer wants and helps the asset of the franchise dealer, the boots on the ground who are caring and paying attention. I hope that their understanding and empathy towards that uh, the dealer group, uh, the franchise dealership model grows because I think that's how we all win in this industry. Because again, I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. My belief is that no one should be able to offer a better customer experience than the local automotive dealer because they're in the community, because they know the people, they give, they've been staple um, staple members holding it together. They give, they care. They really do. So as we work as an industry to get past the stigmas, which some of them are valid, let's be honest, stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason. Right, it's not just somebody made it up. It's like, well, it's kind of true in a lot of cases. So, I want to work on this together. I see this as a good step forward. I want to call everyone forward to increase their empathy. And as usual, let's keep marching together. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thanks for watching the video content. Please comment, share, let me know what you'd like to talk about. We're going to try to get some more guests on the show. And got a lot of great stuff coming up in, in the upcoming weeks and months, including some live events and some speaking and some sessions on branding at NADA, at NADA and the Driving Sales Executive Summit in November. A lot of cool things happening. Appreciate having you as part of this community. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Pursue clarity and have a great week. Awesome.